In the holy name of Jesus, amen. So, did you get everything that you wanted for Christmas? Maybe this year was the case, maybe it wasn't. No matter what, though, you do know what I'm talking about. We've all been there before. We've had our hearts set on a certain specific gift, a gift that we did graciously receive. And yet upon opening that gift and actually getting it into our hot little hands, our perceptions suddenly change. It's not all that it cracked up to be. The commercials made it look so cool, so hip. The people on the box, the testimonials, the excitement, the allure. This isn't exactly what was advertised. Maybe it's not so magical. Maybe it's a big fat disappointment. This isn't more precious than gold. It's cheap plastic made in China. I played with it once and it broke. This is junk. It's not at all what I expected. What a great big disappointing Christmas. Now I ask these questions on this most holy of days and I know what you're probably going to say. Pastor, we know this is not about our goods and our presence and our materialism. Today is about the gift of Jesus Christ. And you would be absolutely right if you said that. Yet that's what come, sometimes becomes confusing and troubling. Imagine, if you will, what it's like unwrapping the gift of Christ, the Son of God. Here he is, Jesus Christ, God in flesh, true God, true man, giving us a peace that passes all understanding. The gift that Christ has given to us, it is absolutely awe-inspiring. And yet it doesn't take long to realize that this gift of Christ maybe doesn't match our expectations. We still get sick. We still have pain and sorrow and death stinging our lives. We still struggle. We still weep. We still mourn. This Jesus isn't all what I expected. He doesn't really seem to be working for me or doing things for me. This all looks good on the Sunday morning mantle, but heaven forbid if I actually use it, it doesn't seem to work as it was advertised. We may not want to admit it, but this is the sinful reality of what we face with this gift of Jesus. There are plenty of times in life that we look at this thing called faith in Christ with the same disgusted look when our Christmas presents or whatever else it is in life that God gives to us isn't exactly what we expected. We've been duped. It's obviously that there is a faulty product we have here. We're a victim of faulty advertising. But make no mistake, God has not falsely advertised us to us when it comes to the gift of Jesus. Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son. Behold, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey. Isaiah hits at it the ugly, unattractive reality of Christ. He's not born in a golden cradle. He's not born in a great grand palace. He had no former majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. John said today that he came to that which was his own, but his own would not receive him. He's a man of sorrows, a man acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Yet he has borne our griefs 
and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that is before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Talk about the truth in advertising. God is right up in front of our face. This gift of Jesus is exactly what you hear about and what you receive. Of course, Jesus himself was every bit as upfront and brutally honest as he walked on this earth and dwelt among his people. Take up your cross and follow me. That doesn't sound very Christmassy. It sounds like I'm jumping ahead to Lent, which is actually in a little over a month. Blessed are those who are persecuted for, my, for righteousness sake. Blessed are those when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Blessed are those who mourn. This doesn't make sense. But Jesus gets to the heart of the reality that we face in this life. Yet, in many ways, the pain, the trouble, the sorrow arises. We turn our eyes to heaven with the all too familiar disgusted look and we simply ask God what gives enough already I can't tell you how many times I myself have said that and I've heard several faithful Christians struggling with the reality that things are not going the way that they had planned or expected I'm one of God's own children I've given so much to the church shouldn't that count for something Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what are we here about this morning to celebrate? The birth of Christ, yes, but what does it mean? Let God do the explaining through what you just heard. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Once again, your God and Father gives full truth in advertising. In the person of Jesus dwells all the glory and grace and majesty of Almighty God himself. Here is the tabernacle from Exodus chapter 40, enclosed in human flesh and blood, walking amongst his people. It's not a pillar of cloud or a pillar of fire. It's not something that has to be veiled and that only one person can see one time of year. Here is true God and true man walking amongst his people, walking and dining amongst sinners, walking and showing compassion and mercy and love to all of his broken creation. And of course, this reality extends beyond just the Christmas season. As Christians, we always know to look to the cross, especially when trials and tribulations and heartaches hit. And yet when we look, what do we so often see? The truest gift given to us. It sounds kind of weird, but the greatest gift is the battered, bloodied, and defeated Jesus. In him, we see our death personified. We look to the tomb and see nothing, emptiness. It could not keep him down. 
Like the rest of the world, we may look to God with high expectations and visions of grandeur. We may think that we've got everything absolutely planned out and we wind up often sorely disappointed because the gift doesn't seem so glorious or special. It doesn't seem like it's cracked up to what it's supposed to be. This is where God's free and amazing gift of faith enters into the equation. And that's just it. Faith is a gift as well. Faith is a gift from God, a gift which comes from hearing God's word himself. Faith simply clings. It holds on to what Christ has done for us, his all-redeeming life, death, and resurrection. But that's not just in the good times. It's in the absolute worst and most atrocious times. This gift of faith is beyond a special description. This gift of faith is, in all reality, a gift of sight, a gift of hearing, a gift of life found in God. As our wonderful hymn spoke about this morning, that because he has taken on human flesh and blood, his blood now becomes one with our blood. Through the opened and enlivened eyes and ears of faith, we recognize the gift of God's grace for what they really are. This word of God given to us, made flesh, will cut through all of the messes and trials and tribulation in life. And it will give us light. Light that the darkness cannot overcome, no matter how dark the days are that we face. By faith, we recognize God's truth and grace and mercy in our midst. Emmanuel, God with us always, just as he has promised. We recognize this amazing life-giving, life-saving gifts that he's given to us as he comes to us with his word and in just a few moments with his very body and blood. The same body and blood that was born for us, that walked the face of this earth to show mercy, love, and compassion to all sorts of people. The same body and blood beaten and battered on the cross. The same body and blood that walked out of that empty tomb on that Easter morning the same body and blood now becoming one with you so that you may live and be strengthened in this faith now and forever. And that, my dear friends, is why we are here today. I don't know what maybe we came here expecting to find today. Maybe life is being a little disappointing for you. Maybe you're saying, I've walked all the way through this life as a Christian, all for this, or maybe that's not the case. My prayer for you, though, is that through God's free gift of faith, you're simply able to recognize and give thanks and receive, simply receive, just as when you received those gifts last night or this morning or whenever, God's gifts of grace and mercy and forgiveness that he is one for you as the word is made flesh. His Emmanuel continues to dwell with us today. And may these gifts of joy and peace, which surpass all of our understanding and all of our expectation, and which are also God's gifts to us absolutely free to us, may these things guard you and keep you today and every day until everlasting life with the greatest gift of all, the unconditional gift of God's love made flesh, Jesus Christ, 
Merry Christmas. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>